Hey everyone, I'm Russ Willette from PipesAndCigars.com and welcome to PNC's Talking Tobacco Live. Uh, I'm using a new microphone, so uh, I'm, I'm hoping uh, that somebody can let me know if uh, you can hear me. Um, I, I don't want to be sitting here and just have you watching my lips moving for an hour. Can you hear me, Sean? Hello? Can anyone hear me? Okay. All right. Good. Um, we wanted to upgrade the audio, so um, I, I uh, now have a, a quality microphone, so uh, hopefully it'll make things uh, a little bit better. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're into December now, hard to believe. Um, and it's been pretty gray around here and seasonably cool. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that things will, uh, uh, things will be okay for a few weeks. I want to travel up to see the kids and I don't want to have to deal with, uh, upstate New York snow. So here's here's hoping we miss it for a while. And uh, hi, Buck, how are you? And um, people should um, congratulate Buck. Uh, he sent me a picture um, of his Norman Rockwell pipe. And um, I, I I think Buck would agree that it it does deliver on what I said. You know, it's a slender pipe, uh, makes it uh, very graceful in appearance, um, and it's on the smaller side of capacity. But for the time that Norman Rockwell was in his heyday. Um, it's, you know, the chamber is about the same size as you would have expected to get back then. And, uh, the, to me, I think the most impressive thing is these pipes are six inches long, uh, but they all come in right around or slightly under an ounce uh, so if you're a clencher and you stay away from uh, straight pipes because you find that they're hard on the jaw, this one won't be. Uh, it's quite light. He says he's puffing on it right now. So there you go. And it is a Stanwell pipe. So you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a, a quality product. Um, but, uh, that's, uh, I, I just had to mention that because Beck, uh, Buck sent me a really nice picture, uh, of the, um, of the pipe resting. And, uh, I think, I, I think anybody who, uh, is a Norman Rockwell fan, uh, anybody who's a pipe collector will want to have one of these, especially at the price. Uh, I think they're ridiculously reasonable. I see limited editions like this from other companies, and they're selling for 150, 200 bucks. Uh, these are a steal, in my opinion. But anyway, uh, let's jump into what's going on on PNC. And uh, and then we can get into today's topic, which is not involved, but there are important things to discuss about it. So we're going to do just that. So here's what's happening on Pipes and Cigars this week. The Pipe of the Week is the Stanwell Trio Sandblast. So you can see Dark Sandblast. 
there's a chestnut stain under the black, and you can see it on the rim. The rim is left natural. Uh, but then they apply black over it and wipe it down. So you get that black with little peaks of that reddish brown stain coming through. Really, really attractive sandblast pipe. Um, and they're only $75.96 during the sale. Uh, and they come in a wide variety of shapes. Um, so that's what we're looking at going uh, for this week for the pipe of the week. And there should be at least one shape that'll catch your eye. Okay. And then we have Captain Black, 15% off. And if you buy one of the cans, you can upgrade and get yourself a Captain Black jar that will fit just about the, the whole can uh, into it. And it's got a bale closure, a thick silicone gasket. Um, you're not going to have air moving in and out. It's really, really a, a, a nice jar with the Captain Black logo on it. At 15% off, a heck of a deal runs through the end of the month because this is December's monthly deal. So there are plenty of Captain Black fans out there. Uh, I hope you take advantage of this because it's a heck of a good deal. And uh, Sutliff Pipe Force Episode 6 has dropped. Um it's only fourteen forty nine to ten. Uh, intriguing combination of Virginia's Orientals Perique. Uh, I, I think uh, if you like Virginia Perique, Virginia Orientals, uh, this is going to be something intriguing. Grab some while you can. Uh, David says he's running late. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, uh, this is the newest episode of Pipe Force, and it is available now. And the snowstorm sampler sale continues uh, up to 71% off MSRP on some of these samplers. And, you know, samplers are... Um, are, are a lot of fun um, because it kind of prods you to try new things. Then there are some times that you're looking for something specific. And, you know, if uh, one tin out of four or, uh, you know, five cigars out of 20 are ones you like and the other ones you're not sure about or you know you don't care for them, sampler doesn't make sense. So we, we've tried to put together samplers that make sense and uh, they have some common thread um, that, that makes, uh, makes it worthwhile to try as a sampler. So there's more than 40 samplers to choose from. Take advantage of it. Um, I, I love samplers. To me, it's kind of like Christmas morning. But uh, your mileage may vary. And then our Christmas pipe sale is still on. Over 45 different lines of pipes to choose from. Uh, from Barracini, Savinelli, Stanwell, Big Ben, and more. There are discounts and upgrades and bonuses uh, on items in there um, and all at really great prices. So um, definitely should uh, take advantage of this, especially if you're shopping for a Christmas gift for the pipe smoker in your life. And then... Um, Norman Rockwell, limited edition presents. So uh, what we have uh, are uh, two new tobaccos, uh, Faithful Friend 
and Mending the Flag, all with um, Rockwell's art on the label. Uh, two really nice, enjoyable, pleasant blends. Both of them, I think, are all-day kind of smokers. Uh, so you may want to give those a try. And there you see uh, just to right of center uh, toward the top are the two Norman Rockwell pipes. They're the same shape, six-inch long, slightly tapered billiard, slender shank, uh, available in a uh, mahogany smooth or a black sandblast. And uh, both come with metal bands. Uh, Norman Rockwell's signature on the shank and the Snanwell S logo on the side of the stem. So these are very limited edition. There are only about 300 pipes produced. And instead of coming in a box, all the Norman Rockwell pipes come in their own leather case. It's black leather, and it's stamped Norman Rockwell by Stanwell on the outside. Um, and it's got a soft exterior to protect your pipe. So now you have a pipe case to... Uh, carry that pipe around in rather than taking it out of a box and throwing the box away. Um, and David put a link in the chat if you want to see uh, his review for episode six. Uh, just click on the link. It'll take you right to tobacco reviews. And... We have our Build Your Own Christmas gift set. So you pick a pipe, you pick a tin, you pick a pouch, and you pick a lighter. Over 1,000 possible combinations, up to 50% off. So what, you know, we were talking about samplers and um, getting the right mix and that sort of thing. And that's why we do so many of the build-your-own type samplers. Because, as I mentioned before, you might buy uh, uh, an assortment of 20 cigars. And you, you only know that you like five of them. The rest of them are either a crapshoot or you know you don't like them. And that kind of takes away the value of the sampler. So maybe a sampler isn't a good idea for you. But when we do these build-your-own gift sets, the odds are really high that there will be at least one pipe in, in the group that you're going to like. There's probably going to be a tin that, that you're familiar with, a pouch. And then pick a lighter style that works for you. But these samplers are, are really just about ideal because you know that you're getting something that you'll enjoy. And if you got somebody on the Christmas gift list uh, and you want to get something soon, uh, get your order in on the Build Your Own Christmas gift set. I'm sure whoever gets it is going to love it. And then this week's tobacco of the week is this obscure little tobacco called Borkum Riff. Um, whenever we run a deal on Borkum Riff, um, the warehouse goes crazy uh, because it flies out the door. Um, this was one of the first commercial um, Scandinavian uh, Cavendish blends on the market um, starting in the 1960s in the U.S., I believe. It may have been available in Europe before that, but uh, here it arrived in the 1960s, and it's, uh, it's still a an incredibly popular tobacco today. Um, so if you're a Borkum Riff fan, jump on this uh, because it only runs once in a while. Um, 
And then we, we see the repeat of December's monthly deal. And actually, there is another monthly deal um, that we don't have a slide for. So let me tell you about it. You know, with our calendar, every calendar that we send out annually uh, starts out not with January of the following year, but it starts with December of the the current year. And um, we try to put together a deal on that page too. So when you get a calendar, you're not getting 12 deals. Uh, you're actually getting 13 deals because there are two December deals. So if you've already gotten your 2024 calendar, and you know, all you have to do is place an order over $49 and it'll be included. But um, that calendar starts out with a December deal from Hearth and Home. So Hearth and Home for the entire month of uh, December. Um, and I believe the deal is on eight ounce packages of uh, hearth and home signature bulk you buy eight ounces and you get the um the hunter green hearth and home ceramic tobacco jar to keep your bulks in uh that eight ounces will fit the the jar perfectly so that's a uh, that's a a nice little uh, deal uh, on top of the other monthly deal, which, as I mentioned, is Captain Black, 15% off. This week, cigar clippings. Last week, I mentioned how uh, they make uh, Maduro wrappers. Now, let's go the other route. How do they make Candela wrappers? And for those of you who aren't familiar um, candela wrappers are green. They're kind of a, an olive green. Um, and they have a very clean, fresh taste to them, uh, a bit of an herbal and vegetal quality. Um, and that used to be in the U.S., going back to the 1960s and, and into the 70s, it was actually the most popular wrapper color. Um, and then once we got into the 70s, um, it moved to the natural wrapper. Uh, now, Candela, these green wrappers are also referred to as Claro or Double Claro, depending on the company. Um it is also called American Market Selection um, because of the popularity of uh, Candela in the U.S. So how do they make it? You know, the, the process for making a Maduro, you've got all this time and and uh, bundling and uh, the bundles get get heated be because of their natural fermentation and that darkens the leaf and it's a very long involved process candela wrappers are just the opposite they work by fixing the chlorophyll in the wrapper leaf so what they do is they bring the wrapper into a hot barn and uh, the leaves are hung in there. And because of the heat, um, the, the green chlorophyll uh, stays in the leaf. Uh, it doesn't get converted to anything else. The heat stops the uh, aging process. So the af after um, the heat is applied, uh, the the only thing that's left in curing is to dry the leaf down to the proper point. 
but uh, candela wrappers are, are pretty simple. Uh, pick it, hang it in a hot barn, and it's green and stays green. And so that's my um, my cigar clippings for the week. And uh, let me um, let me take a look. I just wanted to see if there are any urgent messages. And fortunately for me, there aren't. So, I'm still playing around with this microphone. This is probably going to be a process all by itself. Um, David has just watched the 1977 movie Damnation Alley, and George Papard is sucking on a candela cigar throughout the movie. Yeah, they used to be uh, used to be very popular. Uh, not as much today. Um, in fact, today uh, natural is the most popular, followed by Maduro. Uh, Candela comes in way down the list. Um, but for people who who like uh, a more mellow cigar. Candelas are a really good choice, and especially if you like that that bit of an herbal note to it. Um, uh, some, I've had some where uh, a candela cigar actually kind of reminds me a little bit of parsley, but uh, again, your mileage may vary. Okay, so um, we're in the the throes of um, of the Christmas shopping season. It's been crazy around here. Our warehouse set a record um, on Cyber Monday for the uh, largest number of packages to ship out on any single day in our history and uh when you consider uh the uh the widely varied products that uh, that are in our warehouse uh it, it must have been uh, pretty amazing but it wouldn't have happened uh i don't think if it wasn't for um our auto store um, auto store, um, is a system. I mentioned it before, but basically it's a gigantic stack of bins and it has, um, tracks on the top of the bin, uh, uh, the stack on, there are robots running around on the tracks. And there are openings in the stacks. And so the robot just goes down when it's told that an item is needed. It goes down and pulls the bin out and then sends it uh, along a conveyor to the person picking an order. So now what, what will happen for a person's picking an order um they'll get a bin they'll open it up see how many of that item they need to put in a box they put them in and if there are more items on that order when the that bin moves along the next bin is going to have the next item that's needed for the order so they just grab what they need put it in the box move to the next bin and this um really speeds up the operation. It's so much more efficient rather than people with wheeled carts going to the product, the product comes to them and they can stay in one place and just pack, pack, pack. So um, it's a huge time saver and I'm sure it had a 
a big impact. Um, uh, David said that uh, he assumes George Papard had a few uh, as an hour and a half would be long for the size he was smoking. Uh, Sean says he had the rare super slow burner variety. You know, that's one of the one of the biggest things in in movies when they're showing somebody smoking a cigar is there there's somebody who works on a film at least in the last 50 years or so someone uh is responsible for continuity their whole job is to make sure that if it, um a scene ha is shot and then cut and they're shooting the continuation of that scene as a, a different cut. The way things looked at the end of the first part of the scene has to be the same at the beginning of the scene, the next part of the scene. And cigars always present an issue because if you're smoking the cigar, all of a sudden, you know, in in one shot, the person smoking a five and a half inch cigar with a half inch of ash. And then the next shot, you see it's only four inches long now and barely has any ash on it at all. That's that's a continuity issue. And for that reason, if you notice in the old Marx Brothers movies. Groucho almost always had a cigar, but it was never lit. You never see Groucho smoking the cigar. And that was intentional on his part because then you didn't have continuity issues. If, if you don't light it, you don't burn it, you don't burn it, you don't see it getting shorter. So um, that was Groucho Marx's solution uh, to the continuity issue. Anyway, um, so this week I'm going to talk about the lowly pipe cleaner. You know, we spend hundreds of dollars in some people's cases, thousands of dollars on a pipe. We spend good money for quality pipe tobaccos. We may, if the mood strikes us, spend good money on a, a really nice pipe tool um, or a really good lighter. But one of the things we almost never think about when it comes to pipes and pipe accessories, and that's pipe cleaners. And, you know, what, what made me decide to talk about this today um, is we, um, we get to, to see customer reviews uh, before they're posted on the website. Um, the, the customer reviews go one to five stars, and then there's a comment. And we have to look at them because if the person mentions their own name uh, or any identifying information in the review, we can't use it. Um, that's a violation of our policy not to expose any customer information to the public unless we have specific permission. So if somebody takes a picture or um, writes a comment, does a review, if we want to use that, we, we identify the person um, who took the picture or the, the person who who uh, made the review. So um, I see all the reviews and I'm looking for swearing and I'm looking for um, 
maybe something that's factually incorrect. Um, and, and, you know, when it's factually incorrect, sometimes it makes me wonder if maybe the customer got the wrong product too. Um, and I, um, I, I was really quite, uh, quite surprised over the years by the number of times that we get the same review on pipe cleaners, regardless of the brand of pipe cleaner or the style of pipe cleaner. They'll say something along the lines of, it's a pipe cleaner, what can I say? But there are differences and they're worth noting. And then I'll talk about what I use. Um, Invented, uh, David says, pipe cleaners were invented much later than he expected. Early 1900s in Rochester, New York, uh, about 1920 or so. And um, does it mention the company, David? Because uh, I'm pretty sure that I know which uh, company invented them. Because Rochester, New York is the headquarters of B.J. Long. So I'm, I'm guessing they must have invented them uh, in, in around 1920. So that's good information. There are all kinds of pipe cleaners. There are ones specifically made for uh, church wardens. You know, you need about a 12-inch long pipe cleaner to clean church warden. Most church wardens are around 11 inches. So if you want to get into the chamber and still have enough of the pipe cleaner sticking out the end to be able to pull it out, 12 inches is just about the right length. There are standard length, which are about six inches. There are extra longs that are about six and a half inches. So if you've got a six inch pipe, then, then you probably want an extra long pipe cleaner. Um, and you can also get them in, what is it? 52 foot coils. I think that's how much they are. Well, let, let, I can tell you. Let me let me take a look because now I'm I'm questioning my my memory. Uh, pipe cleaners. Where are the coils? So there they are. Yes, 52, uh, 52 foot. So um, that's, uh, that's good. My memory isn't that bad. 52 foot coils in bristled or plain. And then you can cut them to whatever size you like. Um, you know, you can cut them for church wardens. You can cut them for regular pipes. Um, so that's kind of, of nice. And then another configuration uh, difference is straight versus tapered. There are uh, different size um, airways. Some of them older briar pipes and clay pipes. Um, the airway can be kind of narrow. And so um, for a narrow airway, you want regular pipe cleaners. For um, the more modern four millimeter bore, um, you may want to use uh, an extra absorbent or fluffy uh, pipe cleaner. Um, they are a bit more absorbent. And then um, 
for the people who have a variety of different pipes, they also make tapered. So they're narrow at one end and thick at the other. Um, and also I should mention about fluffy pipe cleaners, they're really good for doing the shank of corn cobs, uh, but they don't fit down the stem very well. So for corn cobs, uh, you normally wind up using two different types of pipe cleaners, a thicker one for the shank and a thin one for the stem. Uh, John Harry Stedman invented them, uh, but he sold the patent to B.J. Long, not after. There you go. So B.J. Long was involved. All right. So anyway, we have um, we have a uh, a comment from Sean. Uh, two comments from Sean. Um, he said that, uh, the ultimate Piper gift, a 52 foot roll of it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that would be a, a pretty neat gift. Uh, and he says he uses the Decatur tapered pipe cleaners. David said the roll is good for a foot a week for a year. There you go. Buy yourself a bunch of church wardens and clean one every week. That, that sounds like a, a plan. Um, so, now that, uh, that Sean brought it up, I've got to be careful because with, um, with a leg that's uh, made of carbon fiber and titanium, you can't feel it when a microphone wire wraps around your leg. Anyway, um, this is what Sean's talking about, Decatur tapered pipe cleaners. These are the only pipe cleaners I use. I don't need anything else except for church wardens. But there are a few things I really like about these cleaners. If you take a look at one, maybe you can see it, maybe you can't, but these are tapered. This end is thicker. This end is thinner. And you'll also notice the red rings. Those are fibers that are more abrasive than the cotton that's on the pipe cleaner and it's not as abrasive as nylon bristles and that's why i like them they have some abrasiveness to them to help scrub out the stem and the shank but it's not that hard material that nylon uh, that they use for regular bristles. I like this softer material that won't scratch up, especially if you're cleaning something like an old GBD prehistoric and you're trying to keep that clear stem clean. And, you know, you it, it's that's a long job. And... Um, I, I like having that finer abrasive because I wouldn't want those nylon bristles putting scratches in there that you can see through the stem. Um, David says he's been using them um, for a while now and prefer them overall except for church wardens and a few of his pipes with really slim airways. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but so. They're good. They're good for most narrow airways. They're good for thicker airways. They're slightly abrasive, so they do the extra cleaning, but they do it every time you clean the pipe, 
and it keeps the pipe cleaner uh, naturally that way. So, um, David says he loves them clean so you can see through, but damn, that's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then people are always trying to do stupid things um, to keep those clear stems clear. Uh, I, I knew one guy who got the brilliant idea of dipping a pipe cleaner in acetone and running it uh, in there. Uh, to uh, figuring the acetone will dissolve whatever gunk's in there and they'll have a nice clean airway. Well, what it actually did was um, it caused a chemical reaction that slightly melted the plastic. And so when he pulled the pipe cleaner out, it pulled fibers off the pipe cleaner and you could see them in the airway. You know, so it, don't use things that you're not supposed to use. If you use something like uh, Briar Fresh, um, it's got enough of a solvent uh, quality to it to be able to get that gunk out of there and you don't have to use anything that'll damage your pipe. Uh, yeah, acetone definitely did some work on it. Uh, I'm, I'm very familiar with acetone from my years in the bowling industry. When, um, when I would drill bowling balls for people, some of the new, new bowling balls are made of a material that can kind of grab at your skin because it's on the sticky side, it's meant to be tacky. The ball actually has a bit of tack to it. And um, and and so to avoid that problem, what we would do is when it came time to drill the thumb hole, we didn't drill the hole right into the ball. We would drill an inch and a quarter diameter hole to a certain depth and then we would drive in a solid rod of urethane and then you drill the thumb hole into the urethane so that your thumb would never come in contact with that sticky material and uh, when you cut down the top to make sure it was smooth with the ball um you know, you would have uh, knife marks or file marks on there, and you wanted to make that nice and smooth. And the best way to do that is to take a, a cloth with some acetone and just rub real vigorously. And it does exactly what I mentioned before. It actually melts the plastic. And so if you work quick, you can make it nice and smooth uh, using, using acetone. So, uh, also we had finger inserts made out of, uh, silicone and, uh, you glued them in using super glue. And, um, sometimes the glue would ooze out and get on the surface of the ball. The acetone would take that off too. Uh, acrylic can be welded together if fitted right, uh, tight with just a few drops of acetone, similar to how you use crazy glue. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense because it melts it and then it comes together. It's, you know, somewhat similar to, um, you know, taking a, a couple of ice cubes um, that are right around the freezing point uh, and if they sit together for a while where it's cold, they're going to fuse together. But um, acrylic melts in acetone. So there you go. That's why you should never use acetone. Um, Charles wants to know if anyone on board ever clips their cleaners after use. I have toenail clippers and clip the dirty wet part of the cleaner. And he uses the shortened ones for uh, stems, shanks, etc. Wow. 
I didn't even think about that, Charles. There's a money saver for you. I mean, it's not a huge amount of money. Pipe cleaners aren't expensive. But yeah, that is that is a good idea. Having some shorter ones for if you're just working on uh, on a stem by itself or whatever. That's a neat idea. Yeah. And now, um, yeah, and David says even alcohol needs to be used quickly and briefly on acrylic because it'll cause crazing and cracks. Yes, that, that I'm very well aware of. So anyway, um, so now let's get to what makes a pipe cleaner a good pipe cleaner. If people are going to complain about pipe cleaners, complaint number one is cheap pipe cleaners that use especially thin or flexible wire. Um, the wire that, that's used in there, every company uses a different type. But if a pipe cleaner is made of wire that's too fine and you get a bent pipe where the alignment between the draft hole going down into the chamber and the end uh, the end of the tenon don't line up exactly right you push the pipe cleaner through and you might hit the wall before you turn the pipe cleaner around and and get it to pass through and you wind up kinking it and try and straighten out a pipe cleaner once it's kinked. It, forget it. That's not the case with the Decatur pipe cleaners. They have a stiff wire. They do not kink as easily. Um, which is super important. Um, because you, you can drive yourself crazy uh, with pipe cleaners that kink. So what's another thing? Well, lint. I had somebody send me, and this is like 15 years ago when I was still doing some cleanup work for the company. And somebody sent in a dozen pipes to be cleaned. And when I, when I do that and I go down the shank, um, the, the way I would do it is I would match up the shank uh, to the right size drill bit, whatever drill bit was used at the factory. And I would run that down the airway in the shank. And this one guy kept his pipes in fairly good shape. None of the cakes were super thick. Um, and they, they were all in good condition. What blew my mind was when I ran the pipe cleaners through, I had a hard time believing the guy was getting a decent draw from all the lint that was building up in the shank. See, in the shank, that, that's wood. So there's going to be surface imperfections in wood that grab at the fibers. And if you're using cheap pipe cleaners uh, at, where the fibers come out very easily, well, they build up in there and, and then they get mixed with tars and it makes an incredible mess. Um, Davis is too, for me, too flimsy, like you say, and, and uh, shreds worse than my friend's bulldog is the other. And that's what we're talking about. And that is how much lint does it produce? How do you know? Well, the easiest way to do it is take your index and middle finger and your thumb and put your nails into the pipe cleaner about halfway and then drag your nails. 
and take a look at your hands and see if you have lint or fuzz. Now, I, I don't have any lint or fuzz from that. And that's because these are made in a factory in the Netherlands using very high quality materials. A lot of the mass manufactured Chinese pipe cleaners, um, they, they don't have a very tight twist uh, to the wire, which is part of the reason why they shed a lot. And they use um, bottom tier cotton type material um, that, that, uh, that, sh that uh, sheds an awful lot. Um, but these are incredibly absorbent. You get 80 to a pack and they're, they're reasonably priced. Um, again, these are the only pipe cleaners I use. I buy five sleeves at a time and I honestly can tell you far and away, they're the best pipe cleaners I've ever used and I won't use anything else. Um, yeah, uh, David says, beware of some of the off-brands using weird poly materials that don't absorb. Um, and I'll tell you one way to make sure that doesn't happen. And by the way, Scott, we're, we're glad you're here late or not. Um, yeah, there are pipe cleaners out there that aren't absorbent at all. For that reason, don't buy pipe cleaners in the hobby section at the uh, at the uh, big box. Don't buy them in the um, in the arts and crafts area of a drugstore. Don't buy them from a craft store. Those pipe cleaners are the ones that are used for chenille crafts. You know, for when you were a kid, you take pipe cleaners and and make stick figures out out of them, or uh, bend them into different shapes and whatever. And for that reason, those pipe cleaners use synthetic bristles. They don't use cotton. They're not meant to absorb anything. They're meant to be decorative. So if you buy pipe cleaners there because um, you're out of pipe cleaners and you need to grab some, don't don't buy those. You know, wait until you can get to um, a supermarket or drugstore that still carries stuff and get yourself, you know, a pack of dills. You know, better that than than using those arts and crafts uh, type. Um, pipe cleaners because they, they just don't clean for crap. Yeah, Scott says a Decatur 5 for $10 is the way to go. I, I agree. I mean, you're spending, you know, a buck and a half for a different brand. You're only getting 60 instead of 80. Um, and you wind up kinking three or four. Uh, out of out of every bundle or so, um, you're really in the long run saving a little money uh, with the decaders. Yeah, um, that's that's another good point, but it's not something you can you can do in the store to check it out. But David says, yeah, take a lighter to the pipe cleaner if it burns. It's a regular pipe cleaner. If it melts, it's one of those synthetic arts and crafts types. I've seen all kinds of pipe cleaners. Um, and they all have their purposes. Um, we receive... A couple of times a year, an order for 
I think it's 12 cases of Decatur pipe cleaners. They come in boxes of 12. So that's 960 pipe cleaners to a case. And so, and they're getting 10. So that's almost 10,000 pipe cleaners. And um, they buy them for cleaning tubing in labs. And uh, they, they like the decaders too, because they feed the, um, the thin end into uh, the tube and it makes it much easier. So, um, David says his best friend, uh, early on bought him a pipe off Amazon. It wasn't bad for a fruit wood pipe, but it was shipped with synthetic pipe cleaners. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's unfortunately, uh, the way it goes. But, um, you know, again, there's a wide variety of pipe cleaners. A number of different companies make them. As long as you stay away from the arts and crafts ones, you'll be okay. But find something that you really like and stick with them. And and the number of people over the years who have said to me, you know, I decided I was going to try those Decatur pipe cleaners, and they were just what you said they were. Yeah, they're they're stiffer. Um, they're, they don't produce a lot of lint. They keep the pipes nice and clean and not terribly expensive. So, um, you know, that's, uh, I, I mean, find what you like and use what you like. Uh, I just prefer these because now I don't have to have five different types of pipe cleaners, you know, fluffy ones for my corn cobs and thin ones for my older pipes and regular for the in-between pipes and bristled and tapered and church warden. And, you know, this way I have church warden cleaners and I have my decaders and that's all I need. Um, and I keep a pack in the car. I keep a pack at home and uh, a few up on the shelf. So anyway, uh, that's enough uh, about that uh, for this week. But I, I, it was a subject I wanted to touch on. And uh, I'm, I'm glad I was able to cover a decent amount of territory. Bucks is a... Uh, who would think we could get wrapped up in an hour's worth of time just on pipe cleaners? We are real pipe nerds. I love it. Pipe nerds forever. Absolutely. Um, you know, maybe we need our own our own hand sign so we can identify other pipe nerds. You know, maybe we could hold our hand up like this, like you're holding on to a pipe. I don't know, but we should have some kind of sign that's ours. Um, and Dave, David says, they make great twist ties and emergency wire ties. Yes, they do. I don't know how many times um, I've used them in place of cable ties uh, when I'm running, you know, TV cable and... Uh, and electrical wires and uh, HDMI cables and everything. Uh, I just grab a pipe cleaner and cut it in half and use that instead of cable ties. They're cheaper and they're reusable. You know, once you use a cable tie, you take it off, it, it's done. But a pipe cleaner, you can just untwist it, move it, and twist it back up again. Um, but, uh, you know, I as time goes on, I see more and more about 
uh, podcast. It seems like there's a podcast for everything. And, um, and we have, uh, we've joined the fray. Uh, we're now available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, all you have to do is go to Apple music, Spotify, and, uh, a number of other, um, sites that uh, you can get podcasts from. You want to search for PNC's Talking Tobacco. Can't say live because it isn't. And you get the audio version of this program. And uh, so that's why sometimes people wonder why I... um, you know, if something's up on the screen, why I'm reading it to you or talking about it. And that's because some people only have the opportunity to listen to the podcast. So I want to describe what's there for the people who can't see uh, what we're doing. And um, now you can share this live stream with that button on your screen uh, so you can get together with somebody else and watch it and talk about what an idiot Russ is. Um, uh, I, I certainly would, uh, be in on that conversation. Um, but, um, uh, we are, we are happy to be part of that and I will be doing some podcast only material, um, that will be going up, um, starting in the next couple of weeks now that I've got the microphone situation, uh, squared away. Um, Buck says he doesn't think we need hand signs because people know who we are by the burns on our shirts. That's certainly true. Well, either you're either a pipe smoker or you're a welder. Um, with the Decatur, you could wrap it with a bit of green tinsel and use it for the skinniest Christmas tree. Ah, you know what? That's true. I, I can make little tiny candy canes with them. I'm glad you said that. I'll give some to Gretchen. I'm sure she can come up with uh, some way to use them as a Christmas decoration. Um, and you you can tell that the week is wearing on because uh, here it is on a Thursday and I almost grabbed my microphone to take a sip. Thank God it's Thursday. One more day. Uh, we have a bunch of stuff coming up on PNC over the next few weeks. Um, very important for us, very important for you in the long run. Although I think um, the initial impact on you is going to be minimal, but down the road, it's going to be a lot more significant as we make some uh, some changes David said they'd make great replacements for uh, Christmas ornaments. Buck wants to know if I have PTSD to a certain degree. Um, anybody who works in, in, in the tobacco business, um, you know, they, they, they wind up with it um, either from the crap you get from uh, smoking groups or non-smokers or, um, getting bothered by the amount of money you spend on pipes. Um, you know, that's, uh, we, we take enough abuse. Uh, PTSD for us doesn't mean, um, what, uh, does mean post-traumatic stress, uh, disorder. It stands for pipes and tobaccos stress disorder. Yeah, but Buck says his wife takes care of that. Yes, uh, that's pretty much a, a common thing. Um, but it's it's okay. You have to have something that's yours. So um, like what you smoke and smoke what you like. Anyway, that's, uh, that's enough for this week. Uh, I thank you for taking an hour out of your week. Uh, to spend with me uh, as I ramble on about uh, silly things. Um, 
in the not too distant future that I, I hope to share with you. And um, I think um, on our Christmas week show, that's the week we'll have Kane uh, back on. So uh, we'll uh, we'll have a little um, uh, sugar-free eggnog and, uh, and and get together and have a good time then. And uh, thanks to everyone. Have yourselves a great week. I'm Russ Willett from PipesandCigars.com. Thanks for watching.